Hi, I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love, even during a pandemic. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, this is our first podcast where Jason is not over in my office. Um, I'm looking at him over the computer. Hey, Jason. Jason Medbury is, I would say, Jason Medbury is in the house, but right. he's not. But no, he's in his own house right now and most likely in sweatpants. So Yes. Yes. Elastic waistbands. Yep. And so, you know, this coronavirus and the adjustments, major drastic reju- uh, um, adjustments we've had to make to our lives uh, has really revealed who we are and how committed we are to our purpose in life. Absolutely. Um, I think we're getting huge examples of people's individualism. Uh, we're also kind of pulling back curtains on people's hypocrisy. But we're, And another thing is we're, we're also seeing just these amazing demonstrations of goodwill, ability, and, and, and opportunity as well. Yes, uh, it's this is like pouring miracle grow on your defects. Oh. <laughs> if you are a, right, if you are a slightly a person who tends to be a little neggy, mm-hmm. um, this is going to be major negativism. Oh yeah, and this, if you, this is their Valhalla. Right? This is they're just like. <laughs> It's like a, re- a revival almost of negativity at the, in the world. Yes. And if you are a, a, a person who just has a total lack of empathy or a connection with other people and your purpose in life is just to get some money. Yeah. Um, we're seeing that revealed with, of course, senators um, yeah. <laughs> doing insider training, not releasing information yeah. before they can sell or buy stocks. So this is the litmus test for what is your purpose in life. And I have a question for our listeners right now. Mm-hmm. Um, some of you are dealing with extremely difficult situations. Some of you are more fortunate. Some of you are sick. And my heart goes out to you. My my big question is, are you living in fear or are you living in love? Mm-hmm. And, and the way you answer this question is going to reveal how you make it through this difficult time. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I read this morning in the Washington Post uh, was about people who have the virus. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of the biggest difficulties people have when they have the virus um, is not just uh, the physical symptoms of it, but the fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've all... They've all said 100% that that's the thing that they feel they try to control, Mm. their fear levels, because fear is as invasive as a virus. Mm. And if you are a person 
who is living in fear and in negativity. And believe me, we have all had those phone calls with people. And those Facebook posts and those videos and and those articles and those news reports and all of those things. It's, I mean, we are getting overwhelmed by this stuff right now. Yes. And I have some, uh, (laughs) I had such a funny conversation with a friend of mine who is having real difficulty calling his mother because she's like, oh my, you're living in a beautiful penthouse going like, oh my God, it's so horrible. And life is so bad. I'm trapped and I can't figure out how to download the latest episode of Mrs. Maisel. Life is hard. It's so hard. And it's my friend says, Ma, it's a pandemic. Yeah. Right? It is, it's not just you. Yeah. It's everybody, you know, and this whole notion is like, this is just me. And so I have a friend that I call every morning. I promised I'd Facebook. And um, it, she's so negative. Mm. You know, um, it's like, oh, you know, it'll. this is what happens. And even if you recover, you might end up with a, a life-altering illness, even if you recover. And then, you know, she started to text me because she's, you know, lives in a time zone where she's up sooner. So I started to wake up. I, I look at my phone and I see these texts and it's like, did you know? And it's fear, 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 fear. Yeah. First thing in the morning. Yeah. And I react to it as if I'm hungry for that. Like, oh, mm. I better look it up. Tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more. And it's super addictive, especially when there's so much of it. You know, it's like you can't. I mean, we have the 24 hour news cycle going in overdrive right now. And if and there's so much content being put out that no matter how you feel about this, whether you want to go full on conspiracy theory, the aliens did this to us and we're all being, you know, put through the matrix right now. Or you want to go completely joyful and, you know, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful to be home. I'm grateful to have a roof over my head. It doesn't matter which perspective you're coming from right now. You can feed the beast with just this sheer amount of stuff going out there. So you have a, so you basically have a decision to make of what are you going to follow? Because you're going to be able to feed it no matter which way you go. Yeah. So how are you going to switch from a fear-based purpose in life to one of expect, expressing hope, empathy? And I'm not talking about doing a Pollyanna yeah. whitewash of what's going on. What's going on is very real. And we all need to do what we need to do to be safe. And what you need to do to be safe, there's basic information that comes out daily. Mm-hmm. Um, you could find your source from it, either from uh, you know your mayor or your governor here in Los Angeles. We are uh, on a stay-at-home quarantine, which I have been on even before that. Yep. I do exactly what is necessary to um, not expose myself. But beyond that, I'm going to choose a, a loving perspective of mm-hmm. the world. And be this is and the people listening, Jason, to this podcast are creative people. Mm-hmm. They're writers, 
their comics, their speakers, their people who can take an idea and make a living from it. Mm. And that's the ultimate act of creativity, that you are a powerful person, that you can take something horrible, a horrible problem, and turn it into a punchline and get in front of people, not right now, yep. but but I just want to remind you of how powerful you truly are, that when negativity comes your way, if you're a speaker, you find a solution. You find, you find something positive to give people hope and inspire them and motivate them. And if you're a writer, you take the ideas in your head and you write them out and you transform lives. So I am talking right now, we are talking, Jason, to some very, very powerful people yeah. because... You people uh, who are listening uh, to this podcast are not your ordinary civilians who just eat what's put in front of you. You are people who create your own lives. You're entrepreneurs. You're able to take something and make it into, and, and take nothing and make it into something. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what you can do now to transform your own fear and what you can do to then give it away to other people to keep people laughing and inspired and motivated. That is our job right now, mm -hmm. right? That Absolutely. is your job description right now. We all need to turn fear into love because we can do that. Not everybody can do it. Yep. So what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. What are you going to do to do that? So, Jason, why don't you and I toss some ideas around about what we're doing. Um, I'll tell you what I'm doing um, about, first of all, how to deal with the panic and the fear of like, oh, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to get yeah. sick. It's gonna, I'm going to die. I mean, yeah. that's, what, that's really what we're saying mm -hmm. to ourselves every morning. I'm going to die. Yeah. Well, number one, you should not start your morning saying, I'm going to die. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I think we're, we're in this great time right now, and we'll talk about this on another episode of, I, I, I kind of just think of this sort of like as the purpose preseason right now. Like everyone's in training camp right now with the time and the ability and the isolation to really start upping their game and putting stuff on paper and making things happen. So... The first step that I would take and that I have started taking is I'm limiting my intake right now. So I don't need to read 700 articles about what's going on in the world. I don't need to read every single Facebook post or Twitter post or Instagram post or everything that's coming up because, you know, now I luck out because I was already sort of social distancing by nature just because of how my job works. But for some people who are now, you know, who had a daytime job or whatever, or going to an office who had a lot more time used up in preparation, now have all that time back. And it's so easy to just go, well, let me turn my phone on first thing in the morning. Let's see what's going on. I have a responsibility to know what the president said yesterday or to know what this and that said yesterday. And you can just fill up your tank before, I mean, from the moment you wake up until, you know, 30 minutes after, you can fill up your tank with all of the nonsense as much as you want because there's so much coming at you. So first thing I would, uh, that I'm doing and that, you know, I would recommend is cut off the tap. You need to say, all right, 
This is what I'm going to check in on. Even if, you know, yes, you shouldn't be, you know, you know, your fingers and your ears going, no, 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 nothing's happening. But you need to put some restrictions on this stuff. You need to say, okay, I'm going to check into the CDC website and that's it. I'm not going on any other news network. I'm not going on Facebook. I'm not going, I'm just not doing it. I'm going to check in with the CDC to make sure, you know, zombies haven't showed up yet. And as, and as soon as I check in with the CDC, I'm done with that content for the day. I'm going to reserve my time for other things um, because it is so easy. And they want, trust me, they want you so bad to be consumed fully in that 24-hour news cycle. They want you to be consumed by all the op-eds. They want you to be consumed by the headlines. They want you to be consumed by every opinion, no matter whether it's justified, whether there's truth behind it. Whatever. Their objective is to keep <laughs> okay, you watching. I'm, I'm doing that right now. Yep. I went on my iPhone to settings. <laughs> all right, so here I am. I'll show you it in my okay. camera here. But I'm on settings. Um, allow notifications and they do it by each one. Okay. CNN, um, goodbye. Yep. No more settings. I'm just going to have, uh, the settings from, um, the mayor's office, uh, the, the state office. Mm -hmm. I'm in California and, uh, the, uh, CDC and, um, Washington Post, I think is okay. Um, but that's it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's it. just limit and it down. Like there's a couple there. I'm literally looking at basically like two things, which is the CDC and then local information of just literally like the next door app. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because, next door local. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like, like, for example, if you, if you're not familiar with the next door app, um, it's, it's just an app that they generate for communities, for community members to sort of communicate with each other. And Normally, Nextdoor app is just kind of ridiculous. It's a lot of people just complaining about things. Lost dog. Yeah. I lost my cat. Lost yeah. my dog. Why found do people my cat, park this way? Why does everyone drive that way? You know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. But recently, it has been amazing because it's just been people, hey, I have a pickup truck. Does anybody need supplies? Hey, I have this. Does anybody need that? Hey, we're going around and doing this. Does anybody need help? Does anyone have someone they haven't gotten in contact just the amount of love coming out of that app right now is phenomenal. And so I look forward to looking at it because I'm seeing people like, oh, we brought donuts to the hospital today for the doctors because they're working so hard. Oh, I gave my my garbage man a bottle of whiskey. You should do the same thing because these guys, you know, they don't get to take any time off. There's no work from home for them. You what know? a great idea. Yeah, you, you know, know I and it's just I, like I go on every day to that app and I'm reading another good deed or another good idea that someone has come up with to help their neighbors and community. Oh, yeah. I'm on it right now. Connecting health workers with food from local restaurants. Hey, yep. I have an idea. Anybody want to help me with it? Um, really good. Of course, still the amount of fear on that. Yep. But you can see you can see the difference to how people post and what they're worried about, um, projection of, you know, the wreckage of their future yep. and the people who are trying to make the present bearable. Yeah. So um, the future, you know, we can only control what we can control. And riffing off what you just said, uh, rather than telling ourselves, I'm going to die, which yeah. is a really bad message to put into your head. Yeah, exactly. Because, Especially you know, at the start of the day. <laughs> at the start of the day. Because yeah. anytime you have a little, oh, I have a little sore throat. Oh, my God, I'm going to die. Yeah. You know, or any kind of little, even like I'm a little constipated. I'm going to die. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> it's a sign. Everything is a sign that you're going to die. 
and you are creating so much anxiety. And as Louise Hay, do you do you know who Louise Hay is, Jason? I don't. I don't know who that is. Oh, Louise Hay is is is. Hello, I'm Louise Hay, <laughs> and on the checkerboard of life, what you think is what you manifest. So ah, she okay. has a whole thing about dis-ease. Hmm. The word itself, dis. Ease that that anything wrong with yourself is like a sore throat. Is what do you not want to say? What are you holding back? All right, a little California woo woo. Yeah. However, um, mind over body, body mind relationship has been proven to be extremely extremely strong. Mm-hmm. You know, I work with a lot of doctors, helping them um, um, with their speeches. And one of the doctors I worked with is head of Har- Harvard Medical School, and his speech was all about people who miraculously recover from diseases. And and he is such a believer in that our mind holds so much power over our bodies. Mm -hmm. I am not one of those woo-woo people to go like, yeah, just think the coronavirus away. Not at all. (laughs) That is not what I am saying. But what I am saying is to keep ourselves sane. So when you say to yourself and you read something negative that suggests you are in jeopardy and you're in trouble, you go into fear mode. Mm -hmm. So we need to replace that with affirmations. And that's what I do every morning I wake up. I scan my body and I say, I am healthy. I am alive. I am love. I am the possibility a spontaneous, Spontaneity, um, what would I say? I'm the I'm the possibility of spontaneity, um, playfulness, and freedom. Mm-hmm. Because that's my purpose in life. Yep. I, my in those three words, and I say that before I go on stage. But I say that now when I wake up. Who am I the possibility of? Now I could be in an extreme state of fear, worry, anger, but. No matter if in the present I um, am that, who are you the possibility of? Mm -hmm. In other words, you could put on possibility as if it were a coat. So no matter what stage of grief or fear that you are on, that you are in, you don't even have to have a plan. You can put on the possibility of of your future now. Yeah, absolutely. So you're not, you're not living from the last tweet that you read mm-hmm. from the president. You're not being reactive to that because even if you are reactive to that, you are now not living your, your possibility. You're living someone else's purpose mm-hmm. and, that, and their purpose is to create fear and separate us. Yep. You know, Ronald Reagan, um, who I wasn't fond of as a president, as many people are, um, but um, when he was, he, he said something that I always thought was interesting. He said, you know what this world needs? An alien invader. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, re- I don't know if I you remember, remember Yes, this. I absolutely Okay, he said, that. we yep. need an alien invader because then we wouldn't have any enemies. Then the world would come together to defend that alien invader. Yep. Well, that's has come true. Yep. We have an alien invader, and it is our choice right now of to use that as many people are to separate 
to blame, mm -hmm. to point fingers at who caused it and yeah. who did this to us. I say, you know, those of you creative people, please, can you put out a message first to yourself, an affirmation that this is a possibility for us to come together and to separate between, you know, whatever you're angry about with another person and find a way to love through this, to, to do a meditation. And I want to suggest this to people. Um, a lot of people now are quarantining and they're by themselves. Mm. Um, I think you are, Jason, aren't you? Yep. Yeah, but you enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> but I was <laughs> yeah. living that way for about a decade prior, so... Yeah, I'm... no big change to you, but yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are forced to be by mm -hmm. themselves. They they are quarantined. Um, they can't see family. They can't connect to people. So here's what I'm suggesting, and that has been amazing for me, is that there are so many classes. They are live classes. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm doing free classes on comedy writing and finding your message. And um, I, I've taken some classes through the Peloton um, app um, on, um, I'm, uh, on running and walking and you're with other people and it's, oh my God. And, and I also took an online writing class and that's why it inspired me to do my own to give to others. So, um, so you can connect with people and learn something new that you've never done because when you come out of this, and we will be coming out of this, mm. when you come out of this, um, you will have improved yourself. You've learned a new skill. Yep. You've exercised more. You've discovered meditation. You found a way to deal with fear. So I'm feeling that when we come out of this and you have and you lose a gig, or you lose an opportunity, um, you can say, that's nothing. Yep. I dealt with the end of the world, and I survived. And I am stronger, and I am smarter, and I know how to take care of myself, and I know how to take care and care for others. And now I truly know my purpose in life. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening and let's find your message and launch your career.